is cooking. See that, ladies and gentlemen? That's the most electrifying sound you've ever heard in your life. This year, I'm going to represent a championship of a once-off performance. No, no, no. I'm going to recast the past champion. Champion of life. Soon, I'll be the champion of recast the past. into the episode. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Making Lemonade, the podcast where we talk about how we take the lemons that life gives us and all of the different flavors of lemonade that we as creatives and as people make throughout our lives. This week, we have another fireside chat. That's right. We have another episode. We have the third episode of Baking Oranges. We might just split this off to the side as its own thing, but for now... Seeing as though we haven't quite created the uh, Lemonade Network, haven't quite figured it out just yet, we are here on Making Lemonade with my friend and yours, Steve. That's right, this week, Steve came over, we social distanced, and we had a party. Well, not really a party, we had a chat. We had a chat about a lot of things. We had a chat about dreams, we had a chat about the multiverse. We had a chat about our experiences with, well, certain herbal substances that I don't think anybody can, that we allegedly took. <laughs> we had a chat about a lot of things, ladies and gentlemen. And this week, Steve and I really dug deep. We really, really dug deep. Creatively, we dug deep on our conversation and it got real, it got real good. Um, it's about a, an hour and 20 or so. We sat, we chatted, we shared some beers, we, we smoked some cigarettes and we just enjoyed ourselves. That's pretty much it, guys. That's what we did. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, but for now, the champion at life is going to get into the vlog. So I'll see you over there. Let's do it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the vlog of episode 86. Are we in episode 86? I believe we are. I could be wrong. I could have just quoted the wrong episode. But I'm pretty sure it's episode 86 because last week was episode 85. And what was last week's episode was... That's right. It was a TikTok artist you should watch. Ladies and gentlemen, I hit... 
thousand followers on TikTok. That's my goal. I had written up here on my board to the left of me. My goals for this month, the month of March, to hit 17,000 followers on TikTok. My goal for June was to hit 20, and we've already hit 20, ladies and gentlemen. My Instagram goal is to hit 1.6K, 1,600 followers on Instagram. We're almost there. We're about 15 off. No? Nay? That was wrong. 35 off. <laughs> I think I'm at about 1,565-ish as of date of recording. So I got two more days to hit that goal, ladies and gentlemen. Just hit that target. I've been knocking goals out of the park this year and I'm excited about it. I'm so excited. Um, what else have I been doing? I've been just doing the same thing, TikTok and working on this government job. It's almost done. Um, they might let me share it with you. They might not. We'll see how we go. Um, I've been working on a handful of other things, um, just some little drawings here and there. I did a Will Smith drawing last week. I'm working on, currently working on a Triple H drawing for his 25th anniversary. Yes, the wrestler Triple H has hit 25 years um, of wrestling. I've been watching his, his anniversary special, six hours long, but that's because it's the full matches. And while I've been drawing, it's watching matches um what else that's really it there's there's not much else i've been doing um i've been watching this this triple h documentary i watched a documentary on called ruthless aggression on the ruthless aggression era of wwe around the time when wrestlers like dave batista randy orton john cena so on came up out of nowhere um, Eddie Guerrero is around the time they created Smackdown as well um, so as to go next door to it was just after the WCW takeover that's exactly what happened so um, yeah that was that's an interesting documentary I finished that this week I've been watching rewatching Community uh, been looking after my daughter looks like the laws are relaxing now don't quote me on this but apparently we're allowed so a family of a family with their child is going to be allowed to go to to go to another person's home. So to a family or a friend's home. Now, this does not mean that we have defeated the virus. This does not mean that there is not a looming issue still. There's not a there is still a very very looming. We do not have a vaccine. We've not defeated it yet, but coming along good that's a pretty good thing but again speaking of the lost boys this afternoon um we were talking about conventions and we've a lot of us have decided that we're just not doing conventions this year it's not a good idea it's not smart it's not clever um so yeah that's that's a lot of it i've been live streaming on tiktok um might do a live stream tomorrow i think what's going to do on today but i think i'm doing one with uh with some of the lost boys we're going to do a drawing live stream so that'll be fun um don't know how they're going to set it up but we'll see how we go 
Uh, so as soon as I finish recording this, I'm going to hit that live stream up. And we're going to do some drawing. Um, finishing up. Oh, I watched Clone Wars. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we will be doing a Star Wars podcast very soon. I promise you that we'll be making a Star Wars podcast. It's in the works. I just got to find time in between the bread and butter jobs to do so. And if we can make some money off this podcast, we can make some money off that podcast. Shit will become my job. So it'll become a full-time job. It's just what I'll do. <laughs> um, other than that, I don't know. Is there anything else to share? I have my painting here. Painted this. Do you like it? Um, thank you thank you to everybody who follows me on TikTok and all social media. Thank you to everybody who has been supporting me and been commissioning me lately. Um, it has been a positive, positive year for me um, so far amongst all of this. I think it's because finally I've had the opportunity to put my head down and work work and work and work it's just been phenomenal my work has gotten to a point where it's worth having around um it's worth commissioning i think it's worthy of what it deserves now what i always thought i deserved um i mean look there's a lot of people out there that are really stressed and anxious and i know i'm no psychologist and i know i'm no deity or anything but i want to say to those of you who are listening that everything's going to be okay i have had my moments of fear recently i've had my my doubts i've had my insecurities this year i still do most days had a pretty shitty weekend in my head um and you need to look after your mental health mental health is not an easy thing to deal with when it's not good especially in times like this. And I understand, I've noticed a lot of people are very on edge, but a lot of people are very relaxed as well. And we need to stay vigilant. We need to stay. This is when the enemy strikes and our enemy is, is invisible. The enemy will strike when when we're most at our comfortable. And we, do, we need to stop stay, getting comfortable. We need, to, we need to still stay vigilant and fight this thing. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. And that's what we're all going to do, I hope. We need to do this together. We want to survive as a species. We need to do this together. Because this could go longer than we want it to. We just need to stay smart, stay clever, stay vigilant. Um, other than that, I don't think there's anything else I want to say. Or share. Um, watch Community. It's a phenomenal show. It makes me so happy. <laughs> I love that show so much. I've just been binging the shit out of that. Um, I'm watching a lot of stand-up comedy. The Schwartz and Middleditch um, show is phenomenal. The improv show that they do is just so funny. So clever. I didn't really like improv until I started watching them and it's really clever. It's not cringy. It's not that cringy kind of improv. They're really on their feet and really, really smart and, and funny about it. Sorry that I'm a little bit low energy today, but I hope that the podcast will make up for it. Um, had a lot to think about lately. <laughs> uh, been working very hard. But yeah, that's it, really. Let's get into the episode, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Steve, for coming on. Really do appreciate your presence and 
Steve is one of my best friends who has been keeping me sane through all of this and he's been there for me when my daughter was born um, and through the last few years looking after me um, and, and just being a good friend. I think the two of us are keeping each other sane by just hanging out and having a beer together once a week. Um, don't worry, we've been social distancing. Don't worry about that. We've been... We've been... Uh, very cautious he doesn't come into my house although he might be allowed to now but yeah um, thank you all for supporting me I'm doing a giveaway of some of the Ray Star Wars pins on my TikTok so head over to my TikTok if you're not already following me check that out um, but other than that that's really it guys that's all I have to say um Let's get into the episode. Thanks again, Steve. Um, this is a fireside chat with uh, my friend Steve about all sorts of things you've probably already seen in the description. So let's get into it. Because there was a thing like a few months ago before all this crap was like about animal testing and then asking people mm. today how they feel about testing the coronavirus thing now on animals. Oh, no. Yeah. So it's like a... It's like a Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because that, that's what's like, holy crap, like, this is actually a really good thing. Because like, they're going back to the people that were saying, no, it's all, it's all wrong. And then now this is affecting the Going world. back to them, like, uh, what would you think about it now? Are you like, sure? Of it? Yeah. What would you think about it now? Oh, that's funny. They, so they had, like, two people kind of, like, disagreeing and arguing still. Which is good. Like, I, I haven't listened to Hack for a while, but, yeah. yeah. They had, they had on there. That's but, interesting. Uh, yes. That would be interesting to listen to. I think there's a lot of people who, um, who, I might have to move the microphone close to you, because I'm a lot more resonant. Yeah, actually, put it like here in the center, just put the headphones on and I'll listen, keep it recording. Um, so that's picking me up quite well now. How's it picking you up? To speak? Hello, hello. Yeah, hello. that's, yeah, that's perfect. Alright, you don't have to get too close to it, because I got the... I got the gain up, but it's just like, so that we get a bit more clarity. I don't want it to sound too much like me and, mm. and you. Um, what were you saying? Um, what were you saying? What were uh, saying? The animal testing. Or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like funny, isn't it? It's interesting. Injected. Like, would you, would you want to do it? Would you? Um, I don't know if I want, I'd want to be a tester. I'm not quite that. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little bit more risk averse. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not a big risk taker like yeah. that. Plus, yeah, I've also got to think about two, three yeah. other people now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I got a whole family. So, if I was younger, I might have. But mm. yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. Mm. Um, but I don't know. See how you go. I suppose. Well, I'm just would you? Um, I don't know. I think I would. Just try it. If, if obviously they're letting at least do your part. hundred people doing it, yeah, you, you wouldn't feel really alone in it. So I would. I'd, I'd like to live alone though. I'd hundred percent not want to leave be live, living with people, you know, so I can like just self isolate and see how I go. Yeah, the symptoms and everything. Like, I don't know if I want to be part part of the first run of tests. Yeah, maybe, maybe like, the fifth or sixth. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is the fifth. I don't want to be the first failure. I think I want to be like the multiple failures. Yeah, but no, that's really good. They've started that now. So yeah, and then there was like another discussion about um, would they have 
I would be more confident having an Australian vaccine rather than a foreign vaccine or different ones like that. Like It depends on what country it's coming from, really, doesn't it? Yeah, like, what, what would you feel, like, more... Like, would you, would you want to do the Italian one? <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. That's why that, every, every single question they had, there was, like, always a, an add-on to it, like, saying, oh, what about this, though? And then, mm. yeah, just like, okay, i got to pull over this. I'm just getting too, too intense. You had to pull over. Oh, just when you drive, I, I was actually going to the server at the time. Yeah. And I didn't get out of the, the car. Oh, like you were like, I gotta minutes. get out of the car. No, I was just like, oh, I don't want to get out yet because I want to listen to this. You know yeah. I mean? <laughs> but um, the animal testing thing though, that was, that was really like, so true. Like people, I open. You know, fair enough. I, I'm actually against animal testing as well. But then, it comes to a lot of things that we, we might need they will go to animal testing and Le- like, lesser of two evils if it's animal testing on makeup yes lipstick probably not but if it's animal testing on a virus that's causing a pandemic around the world probably yeah. okay with that like yeah, I, I'm not 100% okay with that but I'm definitely 90% okay of that with that at mm. best <laughs> like yeah it's, it's like what's I think a lot of people don't think about the lesser of two evils I think there's a word for it, isn't it? It's like, is that is that the catch twenty two phrase? I guess when it's like you, you say one thing and then like this other thing. Yeah, I suppose catch twenty two like, applies to that. Yeah, it's kind of like you go back on your words a bit and it's like two different, like two <laughs> different situations, but like equal to the same thing kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's like catch. Mm-hmm. Tw- yeah, exactly. Catch twenty two. That's a dog. <laughs> um, catch twenty two is essentially yeah, essentially that like. Uh, is it, what is it worth to you to, you know, the greater good? Like, would, if you're against animal testing, what would you prefer them not to test the vaccine for corona on an animal when they know they can trial it to see if it's, like, closer to a cure, you know? Yeah, that's true. I don't know, I don't think there's really an answer for that. Everyone's probably just like putting their place a bit like, oh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's a weird virus too, man. Like, it's a weird... Um, Australia's doing really well there. Apparently we are, yeah. What are the numbers looking like right now? I don't want to report on them and have it on the record in case I get it wrong. No, I have heard there's still... I think the latest thing is a... It's like against an aged care home. Or aged a, care home, yeah. That has been has had one person that's like um confirmed with the the virus oh okay and now they gotta wait and check everyone who's been in that aged care house so okay I'm just looking at the I'm not texting I swear just looking at the uh Australia the numbers for so the current numbers is that projection? It says 1st of April. Oh, no. We're, we're at the end of April, aren't we? Mm. So, there you go. First of So, the graph says 1st of April. Mm. For new cases, there was... On the 1st of April... Actually, sorry, what date's that? It's the 28th of March. Yeah. The new cases of the day were confirmed at 460. You bring it down to uh, the 24th of April, which was yesterday. It went up by 14. Oh wow! Okay, so four days. Yeah. Still pretty high, but it's like. Yeah. It's like there's still some around, but it's like. It's not too bad. Yeah. Like it's not. 
atrocious numbers. <laughs> like, well, they opened the beach for a day the other day and like ended up closing it after twenty four hours. Twenty minutes. Everyone just fucking went back to normal. Have they closed the beaches? They had closed a few, but I then haven't even tried they to opened to it again, and then everyone was just swarmed it. Yeah, like everyone was just not. Yeah, well, it just goes to show we we can't self-regulate as popular as a civilization we can't self-regulate because unfortunately our, our population has been built upon like situational why like the individual is more important than than the, than the, than yeah. the, the group because we're in such weird tribes now we just don't want to jump the gun you know go too early kind of thing like if we, if we yeah it feels a bit lax right now though I know the numbers have gone down but I think that's getting to, I've noticed when I go out it's getting to people's heads I went to Ikea the other day and the car park was full like mm. I went to do a click and collect I didn't go to actually go to Ikea just to pick something up and the car park was chockers people weren't very they were pretty close to each other as well like yes yeah. it's, it's not it's, it's, I think everyone just wants in their heads just for everything to go back to normal just some normalcy yeah like yeah because everyone's so used to like their just day to day life and it's like most things they just get over within a week max you know like if you're sick you wait, have to wait like a week with a common cold kind of thing and then yeah. it's like let me just go and get the ashtray but keep talking I'll listen to you all good and then um just even like traffic on the way here, I was like, where is everyone going? Like, where? There was a lot of people out, wasn't like, there? I even noticed yesterday there was, there, there's a lot of people out and about. Just like, Where are they coming from? Where are they going? I think doing their thing, yeah. Mm. It is, it's not great. <laughs> like, it, like like I said, it's getting a bit, people are getting a bit lax and we're getting a bit too Australian about it. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, I actually want to talk to you about that thing. Did I send it to you the other day? Thing about how I was like, um, what if, this is going to break some of the listeners' brains, but what if we wake up in a different dimension? Now, let me explain yeah. this to you. What about this the other day? <laughs> and I was like, what if, and arguably, we do. So the way I understand the multiverse is like from comic books and shit mm. like that. There's one universe and it breaks off into infinite versions mm. of that universe. Yeah. Now, we could get into the discussion later on whether this universe we live in is the one and truly, one and true universe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but every universe thinks it's the one true universe. Mm. So the multiverse, do you understand the multiverse yeah. concept? Yeah, yeah. So I'll run it through really quickly for the listener anyway. So the multiverse concept, if you've read comic books or whatever, like mm. Into the Spider-Verse, it's like um, there's multi- infinite universes, a possibility, infinite possibilities in the universes some down to a very little change and others to a drastic change like there's a Steve who's a who's a rock star right now or there's a there's a Jordan who's a deep sea diver or a scientist but mm. then there's also a Jordan who does everything that I do but might be dating someone differently yeah might not have a kid might not you know mm. so infinite possibilities so the way I understood the the thought I had was perhaps we do wake up in a new universe yeah every single day it's just we wake up in a slightly different universe so say I decide to go to bed at 10 o'clock and wake up at 6 right and I stay up till 11.30 and wake up at 7 what if that's because of that decision that's me breaking off into another universe 
or yeah, another dimension. I can see what you mean, yeah. And every decision we make, so you, you could make the argument that decisions are just decisions, or you could make the argument that decisions create your create the complex worlds that we live in in that they create the like each decision we make creates the create creates the linear universe that we live in mm. but every time you make a decision you break off that direction and that direction something it can be something as simple as getting a coke instead of a water yeah. from the service yeah. station or something as complex as choosing that girl over that mm. partner um, yeah, yeah. and dating this person instead of that person or or ma- getting married to the mm. wrong person or, or something like that mm. um, and that yeah, changes your dimension so I'm wondering whether those small the only reason it came to my brain was because I was like whether those small decisions mm. come down to you know a, a smaller decision as my alarm goes off at 6 o'clock I either get up or I don't and making the decision to not puts me in a separate dimension mm. to the decision to the dimension that I thought I was going to be in the next morning because I decided to get up at six that's, o'clock the night yeah, before. <laughs> what do you think about that? It's pretty dark and deep, but let's um, get into it. No, it's, yeah, I, I love stuff like that. Like if, if that was true, like I, I don't know, I'm not saying it's not true, but like I'd love to think about that's it? how it was. Like, it's a new thought process, that's for sure. You know. Oh, I'm always a believer of, you know, multiverses and different dimensions and everything like that, man. Mm. Like, I don't know, like, when, you, when it comes to how we got here and, and the world and, and space and everything like that, I, mm. I love to believe all that stuff. So, yeah, I reckon it's possible. Yeah. The decision-making, you know. Why would we get the choice of, of if we wanted a Coke and then all of a sudden you change to a water or something? Like, yeah, it's got to do something, right? It's like deja vu neurologically has been proven as a basically a glitch in your brain so what happened what mm. what scientists believe is that with the brain because we don't understand the brain very well at all we understand like 10 percent mm, of I how the brain works they, they have or a, the body nah. yeah i don't even think they have a but the running the, for deja vu yet, do they? the running the, the running theory right now is and look i'm i'm a moron so i could be wrong it could be proven but the theory is that and what I've heard is that it's it's your brain doesn't quite process something. So as time goes on, as you're conversing with someone, as you're watching TV, whatever, your brain's constantly processing things. Your brain even has a system where our eyes actually see upside down. Hmm. Our brain just flips it. Yeah. Because our eyes are con concurve, yeah. I think that's the right term, concurve, they, they roll it like out. Hmm. When you see if you ever get a ball, right? Like a tra- like a glass ball, and look through it. It's upside down, right? Oh, you ever right, noticed okay. that? Uh, if you ever come across a glass ball, or like a curved surface, and mm. you look through it, everything's upside down. Right. So yeah. what they've what they've figured is that our brains actually flip it. So they had to do that with glasses. You get concave or concurved glasses for whatever you need, and your brain's able to process mm. it and flip it. Yeah. So we know that, and the theory, the running theory with déjà vu is that our brains are. Um, that in my face our brains are actually reprocessing something because I didn't quite process it well the first okay. time yeah so you think that you've seen it before which you actually have it's just your brain going flick flick like that mm, okay let's have a look at that again yeah right and it repro- and you get that feeling like fuck I've been here before and yeah but I, I love mean, getting days of you 
I'm not, I'm no scientist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm you go. Like, wait, okay. Where did I see this? You know when you get it when you're like, I swear I had a dream about that months ago. Like that, I had. Well, that was you're my, like, I swear that, that was a premonition. <laughs> that was my theory. Kind of still is, I guess, but like with dreams, because dreams is obviously another whole different thing that we've got to figure out as well. Mm. But when it comes to dreams, I used to think deja vu was like maybe something in your dream that you might have just. Because obviously dreams, they they fade away straight away as soon as you wake up. But when you have deja vu, maybe there's because you, you can still remember some dreams, can't you? You know, if you think about it. You can still yeah, yeah. Visual ones, but when it comes to like deja vu maybe especially ones that affect you yeah definitely like emotionally nightmares. scary dreams everything yeah. like that man you always remember those but yeah when it comes to like deja vu maybe you're just seeing like a a, a, a glimpse of that dream again and, and yeah and you've seen it yeah yeah and maybe you are yeah it's like um or even it happened, the dream came true and it's just happened and then you're like oh well, what if, again, we can go down the loophole of what if dreams are a glimpse, a dimension we go <laughs> yeah, into. Like, yeah. what if it's a what if it's a tangible dimension that we actually? Because how do you explain lucid dreaming? Yeah, so like it's it's, it's an under it's an awareness that you're in a dream, mm. that you're in control. Like it's it's essentially daydreams at night that you're when you're mm. unconscious. Have you and, ever tried that? No, I haven't. I've no, never, I've never had. To, I always wanted to. I know how to do it. I know you've, but you've got to like exhaust yourself. Sounds very intense. It's very full on. You've got to get yourself to a point of exhaustion where you're like, you know, when you're just like, yeah. like that, <laughs> yeah. and you've got to fight it. And yeah. then apparently you've got to lie back, lie down with your legs out. I'll look it up to confirm this, but you lie down with your legs out. This is what a, a friend of mine told me. Lie down with your legs out, and you just fight that sleep mm. until it becomes a sleep. And that's when you cross over from lucid to, from just sleep and unconsciousness to a conscious unconsciousness, essentially. And um, yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting thought process around that because, I mean, I've never tried it, but I know people who have, and they said that it works. I think I've probably done it accidentally and not realized. I do (laughs) remember wondering. Mm. When I was 18, maybe 20, Somewhere around that age, I had a dream. I was, I was. Was it a good dream or a bad dream? It was a good dream. Okay. I had the flying dream, okay, but I, I had, con- I had control yeah. over the flying dream. So oh. I somehow I knew I was in a dream. Just a small part of me knew I was in a dream. And what I was doing was I was running, and all of a sudden I was just like, poof, and just jumped and started <laughs> flying across this ocean. I just was at a beach and I was just running and I was like, let's just try this. Jumped and I just started flying. It was the most amazing. I'll never forget it. It's the one dream that I remember. It's the one dream that you wish you never woke up to. It's the one positive <laughs> dream I remember from when I was younger because the rest are all these horrible reoccurring nightmares. Oh, yeah. Night- nightmares are just a dent in the... <laughs> they're just a, they? Yeah, they're just a... They just stay in the brain. Well, I've, had, I've, I've dealt with when I was younger. At the same time, I was dealing with... It was almost like my brain was like, let's just give him a win once. Because at the same time, I was dealing with, um, uh, they're not night terror. What do they call? Uh, fuck, what do they call it? Ah, oh, it's um, it's got a name. It's someone's probably screaming at the, at the at their phone <laughs> right now. They know what it is. It's uh, we'll come back to it. It's like numb dreams. It's, okay. What do they fucking call it? I'll find it later. But it's so basically, it was like um. 
my stress levels and my anxiety levels had gotten to a, such a level mm. that I was having um, dreams where I couldn't wake up from them. All right. So I was having these dreams, reoccurring dreams, reoccurring figure mm. that I had to actually mentally and psychologically process up until maybe six months into dating Jen, where I was seeing a black figure. Yeah, right. Jen, Jen's mum like um, thought it was a demon. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And it was this aberration that my brain had decided that my consciousness had created um, where basically it was like a disheveled demon looking thing in a black cloak mm. that would reoccur to me once a month, once mm. every couple of weeks. And one night, I'll never forget this, one night I was in my bed lying and I had this dream where I was chasing after a guy from school, a guy who I barely knew, like an acquaintance. Um, in a park I was chasing after him chasing after him anyway it just started getting dark like Harry Potter just like the Dementors coming <laughs> this figure looked like a Dementor but it, yeah. it walked and it looked a bit like death essentially mm. and I was going in this park I was running I was going bro yelling at him like help help <laughs> and I get darker and darker and I turned around it was like a kilometre in the distance then it was 500 metres then it was 200 metres then it was just like moving fucking fast finally got to the guy the guy turned around he had no face oh, shit. I touched his back he had no face it was dark I turned around and this I felt this hand on my shoulder so it was already up to you yeah. and this figure I turned around it was just this black figure I'm getting goosebumps oh, yeah, talking man. about it it just, it just got I've, me yeah I've had dreams of that yeah. then I woke up Get here. and from that on I woke up but I didn't wake up right the next night happened to me again Similar dream. I had a, just a dream, and I thought I'd woken up, but I was—it was inception. Dude. I was—I was two layers into a dream, oh, and I didn't even notice. The first dream was like a just a regular dream. Mm. Woke up, thought I was awake, wasn't. Was in the dream in my room, dark as hell. My blanket. I had my—I actually physically had my blanket over my, mm. literally had it over my chest, and my shoulders underneath. And then this the same figure appeared in my door. Oh, wow. And then, poof, and I was yeah. like, fuck, 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 fuck. But I couldn't get out of the blanket. Really? Just could not get out of the blanket. Like, I was trapped, and all of a sudden, the, this just disheveled hand came over and held down my shoulders. Yeah, right. oh. And I couldn't move, and I'm screaming in the dream, help, help, screaming, like, uh, couldn't you breathe. Have you noticed how you can't even scream in dreams? Yeah. It's just like, you can't you can't blank. get help couldn't just screaming 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 yelling and yelling and yelling anyway finally just it like I finally woke up and woke up like oh fuck like mm. woke up like a, uh, it was just absolute paranoia dream yeah um woke up with like sweating and all that kind of stuff yeah. sweating and just like pulled the blanket off me just like, like what fucking the, hell yeah, what the fuck was that yeah um oh, sleep had... paralysis that's what they call that's it that's what it is yeah Okay. Um, anyway, so then this figure just kept appearing and it would appear. I was genuinely afraid of this figure. I, was, I one night, was actually driving, like in reality, driving yeah. and saw it on the side of the road. Shit. And okay. fucking looked back and it was gone. And it rem reminded you. And it reminded me yeah. of it all. Finally, anyway, I just, over like two or three years, I would just feel this presence, this oh, yeah. dark presence. Call it what you want, a spirit, my subconscious, yeah, yeah. whatever it was. Anyway, one night I was at um, Jen's parents' house and I felt it again. It was dark. Mm. 
it felt like it was down the road. I thought I saw it down the end of the road. It wasn't there. But then I was just like, you know what? Whatever the fuck is here, I just said it. If, if Whoever's here, whatever you are, I'm done. I can't deal with this yeah. anymore. I'm done with you. I'm not afraid of you anymore. I can't deal with you. I spoke to Jen's brother about it. He said he used to see like an old witch in the corner. And he's like, bro, all you got to, he said to me, all you got to do is tell it to fuck off. Yeah, tell it you're not afraid. Tell it you're not afraid. Yeah, all that stuff, yeah. I haven't seen it since. I haven't seen this. I let go of that part of me, and it was well, they, like they love the fear. They, like, I'm not, not saying like you know whatever it is. They they love to know that they're bringing fear out of you. I guess is the way to think of it. It was like, like it was something that was. It was like it was a literal figure and, and aberration of my fear, yeah, a okay. literal manifestation of my fear. And you had to stand up to it to make it exactly. Yeah, and just say I'm not afraid anymore. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Like of my fear of whatever it was, just pure fear, and I got rid of it. And yeah, I've never seen it again. That's and that crazy. <laughs> crazy. It's crazy I how used... like your mind can just either create that or like make you think that way to have a dream or that. It's, it's like, nuts. It was scary. Did you ever look it up? Yeah, I looked up sleep paralysis and everything. I've told people this story before, and people who haven't dealt with their own shit and they mm. get the heebie-jeebies about it. Like, I always find looking up a dream. Like a lot of people can relate to things as well. So mm. if you look it up, sometimes they do have meanings. Like why is it like, for example, like why is there a guy chasing me with a gun in my dream? Like why is there a yeah. snake, snake in my dream? Yeah. You know why? Why am I stressed in a dream? All all sorts of stuff. And sometimes it can say like whatever happened that day can cause that kind of thing, mm. and make you have those kind of dreams. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I've definitely can relate to that man. Like I've my my recent nightmare I guess was like when I I think I told you but it was like one where I was just sitting it was weird because it was like an old old school like supermarket area mm. and it was like one near like old my old school so I was aware of that I was aware where I was I was sitting on a bench with someone I just couldn't figure out who it was but we were sitting on a bench just waiting mm. and I was like to my right there's just some some person just standing there I was like I couldn't really see his face or anything just yeah. standing right next to me near the bench I was like well, thinking in my head like why is this dude just standing right here next to me like he could have yeah. stand anywhere and next minute like I you know I, in my mind I was like didn't know if there was a dream or not but I was aware that there was something wasn't right so I yeah. got up and I, I remember walking away from the bench and then kind of like going around this corner and then as I as I turned around as I'm walking faster, I see this the same person walking around the corner and starting to run, and they I can see them pulling out a gun. Fuck. And so like I'm like oh it's like shit. Like know? at you. Yeah, like running at me. I'm wow. like okay, this is freaky now. I'm gonna fucking bolt. Yeah. And that's when I realised you can't run in dreams. You literally like your legs just don't move, man. Like you just yeah. You try and run away, and you're just like what's going on? And yeah. And, I just ran out to the street and I was like shouting, like someone help, blah, yeah. blah, and I could just see him like pointing it and I just woke up, you know, it was just like that, it was, and that's fresh in my mind as well, like, you know when you just forget about a dream, you can't really think about what happened, but this is yeah. so, so visual, hey, like I, I can yeah. just remember every part of it, hey, it's so weird, wow, and I looked it up, I think, I think the meaning behind that was when, it was like a weird meaning, but it was like when you're not in a good position with someone or you, you've had a fight with someone and or like an, argue, fear of conflict or, or an or argument uh-huh. or something and yeah that, I was like well okay so maybe and then I thought I think I might have actually had an argument with that, someone that day which was on my wow. mind still and it created that kind of like there you go 
dream, yeah. It was like, wow. Yeah. Brutal. <laughs> we, we avoid, like, dodgy stuff at yeah. night. Like, we avoid watching dark stuff at night. Oh, that's probably the best thing. Like, fucks with the there two are, of us. There man. are a lot of triggers. Yeah. Like, I heard cheese, cheese, eating cheese before you go to bed. Massive trigger for nightmares. Yeah, wow. Um, that's true. Soft drinks, spicy foods, there's all sorts of things like that can make... Not, not nightmares, but it can make your dreams weird. Mm. 100% weird. It's a reason why you should have an early dinner because mm. it's a good reason because your body will be able to process that kind of... Yeah, I've heard mm. the cheese thing. Cheese, cheese thing. is a big thing because yeah. I, I remember having nightmares straight after I had Cheese thing 100% affects yeah. Jen. I, mm. I remember when we first started dating, she would just have like... Obsessively have... She also has minor lactose intolerance, like mm. undiagnosed lactose intolerance. I'm no MD, but I'm pretty certain it's lactose intolerance. <laughs> yeah. And she used to eat cheese and then just have these horrible dreams and then oh. we were like, yeah, maybe we should uh, yeah. cut back on that. <laughs> it's just like a maybe a you should uh, time to stop avoid. that. Yeah. <laughs> what was another thing? I think um, a lot of medications as well. People can probably relate to that. Have, a lot have of, you heard um, of Ambient? Have you heard the Ambient stories? No, no. Kevin James. Apparently, the the actor Kevin James has a dream. He he um he cooked a whole turkey when he took Ambient. Took oh, Ambien okay. and he cooked a whole fucking turkey <laughs> one night, and basically what it does is it doesn't that they've they've scientists have figured out that Ambien doesn't actually put you put Wait, you was, to sleep. Was the turkey a dream boat or was that real? No, it was a literal oh, like so it he happened. He woke up and he thing. thought someone broke into his house. There was a turkey cooked in his oven. Oh it had been turned off and it was just keeping warm. He went out to the shops, bought a turkey, put it in the oven, cooked it, and went back to sleep. Because it was that. High on, on medication. On ambient, yeah. Wow. That same thing that happened to Rosie O'Donnell when her whole thing got cancelled. Like, it's fucking weird. People have like, how many people do you reckon have murdered people? Yeah. Apparently, what it does is it doesn't put you into a into a sleep. People think it puts you to sleep, but it actually puts you into a state of unconsciousness. Mm. Like I said before, a conscious unconsciousness, and you basically just black like, out. Maybe like autopilot mode kind of thing. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. It puts you into into a state where it's making sure it's still recording. Um, it puts you into a state where, yeah, you know it's my just, best best way to describe that. Yeah, you know, click. Yeah, you know when yeah, he yeah. skips his just autopilot. He's yeah, just like in that mood where he's like, nah, yeah, exactly. Just leave me alone, blah blah blah. One hundred percent. That's how yeah. I always look at it. Like if you if you're not aware fuck of things, that, man. Yeah, I would hate that. Yeah. Chemicals, dude. Chemicals will fuck you up. <laughs> like, mm, oh, that, when I mentioned like, you know, having like medical. Things will make your dreams weird. Was from dating someone that mm. was like taking actual meds. You know, they had to take them on a daily basis. Like you know, yeah, yeah. obviously um, antidepressants, all that kind of stuff. And that was apparently it's, it was like they're trying to get away from being depressed, but at the same time they'd be dreaming about bad things still. Right. So that was like the bad kind of state of it where you, where you were trying to be happy but at the same time would give you bad dreams like really intense wow. ones so that was kind of crap for that person because last thing you want to do when you're trying to get over things in reality is be dreaming about horrible yeah. things you know so it's kind of like um, the, the paranoia when you smoke weed like have you ever uh, noticed yeah, what yeah. I notice what I notice is people off it don't they like yeah they just time. get afraid of it and what I'm going to say is like it's just it's just yet another reason why you should deal with your shit. Oh, <laughs> like, really yeah. try and be conscious and build some awareness into your life and deal with the shit. Even if, like the other, I've had it before where it's been a small thing where you'll have some and then I was like, oh fuck, I've lost 
muscle mass. I need to exercise again. I need to get back into a good exercise regime. And you start, yeah, and you start Start going, oh, maybe I should. But take it on. Mm. Like, it can go as far as doubting yourself, but you can also, it can also, often it's just something that you haven't dealt with. If if you can push that thought process into a positive and be like, okay, Mm. after all this, I'm going to work the hell out, you know, go write about it or something, be healthy, blah, 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 all that stuff. But when it comes to like, um, you know, getting paranoid about, oh, no, what if someone's going to come in or something like that and you yeah. try to freak yourself out to the max or, you know, you, you just kind of, I don't know, like, for example, like when I did smoke that stuff back yeah. then, I was with a guy and he was like, it was my first time as well, he was like, okay, so we're going to smoke this stuff and it's pretty intense, but like, it's, it was just, it's great. Yeah, it was good at the same time, so just, you know, I'll look after you kind of thing. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then next minute, a few, an hour later, he was like, he, he noticed that I was like feeling my heart. Oh, and yeah. That's probably one of, one of the biggest things you can't do like, yeah. when you're smoking that because you realize your heart is actually beating. It's ten, moving fast. Ten times yeah. faster than you're actually just sitting there like, and that's what made me freak out. Because your body all like, heats up. And, Don't yeah. feel your heart because that will make you paranoid. Yeah. You're like, why is my heart racing right that. now, man? And it's like, you start to freak out after that. Yeah. I was like, okay, just breathe. Yeah. Just breathe. Don't let it get to you. Wow. So never... <laughs> Yeah, people out there that are smoking the f- weed the for first the first time, time don't yeah. feel your heart. Yeah, the first time I noticed that was I I noticed my heart going dum, 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 and I got a little bit paranoid. I was like, fuck, fuck, this is moving fast. Like, what's going on here? And I would Why? check, like I check my watch, like my Apple Watch, and be like, oh, okay, my heart's small. And then I would check it and be like, fuck, that's moving fast. Yeah. And I get like an over a hundred BPM, and I'd be like, shit, that's moving yeah. fast. Like, that's funny that you noticed that because oh, I thought I was the only was, one. That was one thing I just. <laughs> I would never do again. But whereas, uh, like, my first time would have been ten years ago, easily. The first time yeah, I tried that's, it. That's how long ago it was for me. Yeah. yeah. Whereas now, if I do that, I go, okay, let's just slow the heart down. <laughs> and I do some breathing techniques nice thoughts, and do happy that. Thoughts. Yeah, do that like breathing techniques as when just focus on whatever under like watch a movie <laughs> or whatever and just. Yeah. If I'm paranoid Happy about it. Happy thoughts. Yeah. That's what you want. That's all you want out of that. Because sometimes <laughs> you have some and you go, oh yeah, I've had that before. And you have just a little bit more than you regularly do. Mm. And you, you test the limit. Yeah. And you go a little further oh, and you 100%. go, and you, you notice it. You go, oh, I'm a little higher <laughs> than I've Whoa. been before. Yeah. This is, this yeah, is a little deeper than I think I wanted to go tonight. Yeah. So I'm going to drink a glass of water right now. Just to get, yeah. Get and you got to work through it. But that's the thing. It's good to have, like you said, it's good you had that guy for your first time to be like, mm. Just work through it. I'm here with you. Like, don't do that. Yeah. Don't listen to your heart. Just, you know, and if a thought comes in, comes into your mind, you know, process it. Let it sit there, but don't, don't latch don't onto think, it. Like, what's wrong with me? Why is this happening? That's why, that's why putting those things together in it, in your diet, in your lifestyle is okay. As long as like, if you've got a regular meditation process and, and you're maybe smoking something like, like smoking weed or whatever, and you're, but once that happens you, mm. you're able to be aware enough to be yeah. like so like your awareness might be here and when you meditate it, it, it levels up mm. and if you're at a certain level and you're feeling that paranoia naturally consciously subconsciously you're actually able to be like your your subconscious will kick in and go no we're aware of this so the way we deal with this yeah. is just to breathe through it or process through it you know one thing I find that works personally 
is that if I'm feeling something like that, I don't push it away and try and sweep it under the rug, but I also don't try to, you know, put a fish hook in it and latch onto it. Yeah. I just try to go, okay, why am I feeling like that? Why do... And it's a great way to just regularly deal with your emotions. Mm-hmm. And okay, well, and, and sitting, that's something I learnt from like, um, you it's know, like twelve you step like programs. It's like you watch a scary movie and you want to watch a happy movie after or turning all the lights on, kind of thing. Hey, it's yeah, like, you don't <laughs> yeah. Want to feel like this anymore. I just want to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you just like, whereas if you if yeah. you I find it a scary movie that gets my heart pumping, I have to just sit there and be like, it's just a movie. <laughs> it's a movie. Whereas when I was younger, I'd say shit out the window and close the window and Turn blind all the lights on in the house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like there's nothing there. You just gotta. But it's funny how your brain can just. Fuck with you, like taking something out to the bin at night and then bolting back into your phone. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done that before. Yeah, just like, <laughs> like a guy made a, a guy made a video of that, and you just see the guy chasing him just at the, at his door. He just stops, like uh, <laughs> gets back inside. It's like <laughs> I saw a video the other day on TikTok where a guy was like me when I was ten, turning my lights off, and it's like anime music, like dun da da dun, and then it cuts to like him and he's like the demon in my wardrobe and the demon's like <laughs> waiting for the light to turn off it's like and he's like ready to just jump into the bed and he switches the light off and just jumps and the demon's like <laughs> waiting at the wardrobe <laughs> it's just the most ridiculous thought process it's true but everyone's sort of but that's the thing with emotions like man I just find process them just sit in them that's something I learnt with 12 step programs is just don't let go of the emotion, but don't, like, just work through it and go, why am I feeling this? Oh, yeah. How do I not feel this again? But if I do feel it, like, like uh, emotions want to be felt, mm. and it's okay to be angry or mad. It's the acting out on them that's the bad thing. Mm. It's the acting on, it's the reacting and acting to them mm. that's, the, that's the shitty thing that you don't want to do. Like, Have you ever had, a, like, a panic attack? Oh yeah, when I was younger, so many times. Yeah, panic attack. The one I had the first one, I thought I was, I thought I was dying. Yeah, like, everyone, I think everyone thinks they're gonna die on the first one. Hmm. Or I, I don't know, it might happen again. But like, if you think like, like it's it's, it's hard to control, but at the same time, that brings it back to like you saying. Um, yeah. What's up? Oh, thank you. Yeah, keep going, man. Oh, from the from the cooking. Daddy. Oh. oh, I can smell something's burnt. Hi, baby. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, okay, you can just pause it while you're eating. That's all right. That's all right. We'll keep talking. Um, yeah, she's actually opening up the house. We'll pause it for a second. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. Yeah. So when I was home alone, I had my first panic attack. I was like, okay, what the fuck's going on here? Why am I getting like? Why am I like losing kind of breathing? Like, why am I getting sweaty? Why am I? My hands were getting sweaty, you know. I couldn't even text at the same at the time. I had to run out the front. I actually Fuck. ran out the front of the house just so in case I collapsed, yeah. someone would see me, you know, yeah, instead yeah. of being fallen over in the house or something. And then I was just trying to get like, I couldn't even think like who was gonna call. And then you yeah. kind of get the number up and you couldn't your mind. Yeah, so that was pretty intense panic attack. Just for me. racing, yeah. But you've got to just level yourself. You got to be like, okay, close your eyes. You're flat on the ground. You know, you're remind yourself where you are you know that's like just for what you were saying before mm. you've got to just process remind yourself like where mm. you are what used to work for me was um get an ice cube uh, in each hand yeah. and yeah. you lie down flat 
on a surface, on the ground, your bed, couch. Yeah, or even lying flat, yeah. And you it, just, it just squeeze. I think some people spin. Yeah, yeah, you would, you yeah. Have a panic attack. You, you do spin a lot, mm. like your eyes are just going mm. everywhere. Because you're hyperventilating, your brain's actually yeah, not getting blood to it mm. and blood flow. Big so you're getting breaths, that spinning yeah. sensation. So you got to lie down flat, let the room spin, and grab mm. a couple ice cubes and just squeeze them. Okay. And what your yeah. brain will do is it will actually focus on the pain here, mm. and you'll be able to get out of it. Mm. You've got to try and just say to yourself, like, breathe, breathe, yeah. breathe. And you just focus on that cold, freezing cold sensation in your yeah. hands. And what your brain actually does, it goes, oh, fuck. Oh, that's a good one, actually. There's I a sensation there, yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. It's the interesting. Touch, Panic yeah. attacks are the touch, spooky. Touch wood, though. Hopefully we won't get it anytime soon. Well, that's all about processing, really. It's about dealing with your own life shit, really, to begin yeah. with. Yeah. See, I've... Um, when it comes to panic attacks, I feel like that feeling of having that is a lot like when I get migraines. Because I get migraines... Right, I've every... never had one of those before. Oh, you don't want it. <laughs> yeah, but, I, um, I yeah. really hope I never do. Every few months, man, it's... And I've looked it up, I've looked up everything. People get them all the time and, and still, like, doctors don't have a thing, like, for it. Mm. They don't have a, an answer for it, which mm-hmm. is really... For anyone that hasn't had a migraine, it's literally just an intense headache that will mm. just but it, it comes with like a lot of other side effects like with mine first thing I notice is, is the, my left eye has a bit like a twitchy thing happening so it's like putting your fingers up to your left eye and just kind of like clicking them together and that 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 little twitchiness I've had a similar in, thing in before yeah eye. I'm like okay here we go and then after that my left hand goes numb wow and it's so, it's like... Really? I'm, yeah, I'm serious. My fingers go numb, bro. And I've looked it up. I've looked up everything. I've even told my doctor. He's like, it's... And he said it's got something to do with your contacts. Because I wear contacts. Right. And there's a migraine that's... Because it's all different migraines. But there's one that's caused by the lighting. Of So the lighting goes into my contacts and makes me, my, my, me see something like a... You know how people have fits when they see like flashing lights and stuff? Right. Yeah, yeah. And this one is caused by like like a quickly change of the weather or a light that flashes off a certain way. Wow. And creates yeah. And that's oh. how yeah, it's pretty intense. Hey? Like Wow. I think I was driving to yours once and I told mm. you I was driving and I had it. Yes, I do remember that, yeah. Cause, and that was because it just changed it started raining all of a sudden and I was like, Oh shit man, I had to pull over. Mm. I don't think I can come over now because it was horrible when you're driving as well because my vision just goes really blurry. Wow. Like, and yeah, I decided to pull over for ages, you know, drink lots of water. And he's got a wicked migraine. And then, yeah, yeah just the, the shit about it is, the thing about it as well is like that it actually, it like it hurts my, the, the headache actually stays in my head for like at least three days. Oh, fuck. Like the, the numbness and everything's gone. But like, say you shook your head, you could still feel it, like your head hurting. So that's why I was like, <laughs> I gotta try and figure out what caused this crap because this wow. is intense. And yeah, ever since I probably had about four of them. Within, wow. Within like maybe six month gaps. Okay, okay so it just happens periodically. Yeah. So just you know, yeah. So oh wow. I think a lot of it's stress as well, or being tired. Stress but, is but very, yeah, is like, stress is 100% correlated to a lot yeah. of that shit. Like, 
anxiety and, and migraines and you yeah, know sleep just, paralysis it's all connected yeah, it's, it's just feeling, overwhelmed though. essentially like you get that yeah. overwhelmed feeling and i wouldn't want to wish that on anyone migraines are just horrible oh, oh man yeah i'm glad i've never had one my uh, mum used to get them all the time and she's got these atrocious and i think they were stress related as well mm. like just these atrocious migraines. A lot of overthinking, stressing, and it's just... Overthinking. Overthinking gives me a headache. really man. gives you headaches, yeah. I have... I have... I call, <laughs> I call it weight of the world on my shoulders syndrome. Mm. I literally will... If, if, if it gets too bad and I'm not sleeping well, I will get physically... If it, <clears throat> it feels like I'm carrying bricks on my shoulders. Really? Like, just wow. my whole... All the way... My shoulder blades all the way up to my neck, and then it will turn into a headache. Uh. Yeah. And it just goes all the way up my neck, and I just get this. I mean, I'm pretty good right now. What's that from? Overthinking. Just stress. I know I'm stressed out, and I know I'm overwhelmed when I'm getting that, and I'm not getting enough sleep. That's another thing as well. Mm. I'm not getting decent sleep is when I just have that pain, and it makes me agitated, and and it just changes my whole state, my mm. whole physical and mental state. Mm. Just changes. I get these. I used to get acupuncture for it. Um, obviously, I can't get get it now, but. I will be trying to do my best to get it later, but the other thing, like I try to put pegs on my, in between my thumb and my finger, there's a pressure point there, oh, right. for your shoulder and your neck, and it's good oh, for yeah. head, so yeah. all the way up your shoulder and into your head the is the points, same pressure yeah. point, and there's a pressure point here that's, even right now as I feel it, it's quite stiff, mm. um, but, you know, that's pretty regular, the stiffness that it is now, but that... When I found that out, that was game changer because I just fall asleep with two pegs on my hands, oh, yeah. and it it, it loosens it up a little bit. Mm. Um, I don't get very many massages. I don't. I don't know why. I probably should. Yeah, I think I need that too. Actually, every <laughs> time someone's like, "Hey, how you going?" They're like, "Oh, wow, you're really like." Yeah, you get like, that oh. stress like, in your shoulders. Like, oh, like I, I always wonder, like, how much like, if I'm that like that tense, you know, like how tense. Why? Am I? Yeah. Someone can notice it. Like, doing that like and how much of a massage do you need just to loosen yourself up yeah yeah that's weight on your shoulders like every day it's also probably your posture just starts to slump a bit when you're stressed and you don't you sit on the couch funny or yeah you sleep on your pillow funny with your neck up everyone needs massages man yeah proper ones yeah good ones deep tissue ones you know just get into it yeah there's just that physical you just want to be like let go (laughs) fall into a cloud and just relax oh yeah. Yeah. It is difficult. I think stress is one of those things that apparently the rate of the search so Google had statistics on the rate of the rate of panic attacks mm. being Googled went way through the roof. Like it's like the number two thing that's Googled. Like the latest thing in the last year, stuff, in the last yeah. four months. Alright. Um it's like the number two thing that's been Googled all year of panic attacks, which is interesting, isn't it? Um, wow. And the other thing that's happened massively is adoptions of dogs. Yes, I have heard that actually, mm. like from pounds as well. Like yeah. a lot of people being people, lonely at home nowadays. People adopting dogs, which, which is, is good. And, yeah, it's good and bad. <laughs> like, it's yeah. good because it's good that they're getting home. Not mm. getting, you know, obviously that, but then at the same time. People are going to go back to work eventually, yeah. and I really hope they don't be like, I don't need this dog anymore. Yeah. So. And they just head back to the pound. Yeah, that's the. Hopefully <laughs> they fall in love with it and they, they can't let go of the dog because you know that's that's the good thing about dog or just pets in general. You know, like they 
they find a way to you to, to your yeah. home you know, they, they yeah they definitely do and there's um but there's also the concern like you said people just letting it go or um you know some dogs and some dogs have personalities every individual dog has a different personality that's true I don't think you really kind of have a heart if you let your your pet go if you, if you just live with it for like that's a pretty fucked up yeah but some people can't afford it yeah and maybe just give it to another a, a good a home you know so put it, don't give it back to the pound where it's, it's going to get put down yeah I don't know how pounds work right now but I know it's definitely not positive that's for sure <laughs> like, I went there once just to check it out yeah bad idea man just yeah you go the breaks pounds, your heart it's like you, you feel like you're, you're meant to get something like you're meant to get I felt mm. so bad when I was walking past all the cages you know and not being able to just like you know they all get excited when they see someone walking past or they either think is this guy going to take me like what's going to happen here like isn't that funny how um it's like built into them yeah because it's like it's like when they go for a walk they're like oh my god I get to go out and see the open world Get, get, out, get out of my little box and back Yeah. It's built into us um, that we consciously... There's a dog now. <laughs> we need to, yeah. We need to save life. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Like, yeah. that's that. Um, we have this thing where when we see a life in, in, in turmoil, generally, unless you've got a sociopathic tendency or a psychopathic tendency where your, your like, empathy is just a natural trait human beings full mm. stop and that empathy sets in when we see life mm. caged or in turmoil or in yeah. trouble or something like that like isn't that interesting oh, I can guarantee 100% people go to the pound not expecting to get a, a, an animal yeah and they buy one straight away because they'll feel so bad probably for shouldn't it. go personally I wouldn't go to the pound unless I intentionally oh, I, I wanted to I go again unless I actually was going to get it I've done it there. before yeah I went to the RSPCA mm. once and I saw dogs there and I was like Fuck, that was a bad idea. It's it like, does guess you are. It's like, it's, you know, like it's very hard to, especially when you know you can get it. As well. Yeah. You know, you can give it a good home. Yeah. You just, know, yeah. You just made a decision it's, not to. It's tough. You know, I'd buy yeah. all the animals I could in the world if I could do it. You know, 100%. Give them a good home. But if I own farms and shit, it's just, yeah. it's a land thing, it's, it's a money thing. It's, yeah. Like certain animals are more expensive than others. Like a, a, a guinea pig is a little cheaper to own than a dog, yeah. or a cat. Sometimes it depends on who you are, like the what kind of cat it is. Well. The attention, yeah. yeah. Especially like a puppy is different to a. But if it's a, dog, it's all like same with rescuing. It's all about whether a dog is, you know, what's its personality like. What mm. who treated? A lot of the times when they get rescues, they don't even know how they were treated because mm. they just get them from from you know animal whoever the fuck like. Who's, what do they call it that grabs the animals? Like the animal police or whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, I think it's animal control or yeah. whatever, like, whatever we call it here. Um, yeah, it's all, it's all about whether, when they get a, when they get astray, they just don't know. You never know mm. and you never, well, they can't like, communicate. Like, yeah, that's like me with my cat. You know, I, 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 she came off the streets. Yeah. She was astray. Um, we, we did all the checks to see who she belonged to. We put her in the vet for like a week to see if anyone would own, like come, come see her and if, if they lost an animal. Mm. And the weird thing is no one came forward. Like no one, really? no one came forward for her. But the weird thing is she was, she, Chipped or something. No, nah, she, she was like, 
Yeah, I'm oh, sorry, yeah, she did have a chip in her. But it was like, it didn't give us like a, an address or anything. It was just like saying that had she, she had been like previously owned. And she had all that, that stuff <laughs> But done. didn't have data on her. Yeah, so it wasn't like just like a stray cat that's like literally been born in the streets. It was like... It was a house cat. So it was a house cat that someone's probably just abandoned and just left there after like so and so long and then just thought, you know, I'll just drop it here and just drive away. Or well, they just forgot about it. I don't know. Like it's... So I'm, it sucks that I'll never know like the history of the cat. Apparently we have one of the highest rates of stray cats in the world. Apparently we have an infestation oh, of stray cats. Wow. I can see that actually. Statistically. I've seen a lot of stray cats around mm. the area I live in. And, but yeah, now she's up. like a really, my cat is like living the dream now. She, <laughs> she's just chilling. She's got her own little. What's her personality know. like? When we first got her, she was really, really scared. Like, like really, say for example, you'd like accidentally hit something yeah. in the house and make a little like a sound. Jumpy. She would be, she'd bolt, you know, she'd be that jumpy. Yeah. If you walked past her, she would freak out. So I don't know if she got abused in her earlier life, like with whoever she was with. Mm. And maybe that's what happened. I think that someone got her, mm. and they tried to live with her, and she got really like maybe she annoyed them, and they just or they they were like, kicking her and that, and she, she just became really like fragile mm-hmm. with that. Mm. And then they've just decided to drive away and drop drop her off somewhere, and just abandon her. I think that's what happened to her. Cause she, when we first got her, she was so skinny. She was, her cry was really bad. Like, mm. yeah, now she's like, yeah. Oh, and she also had like just the whole like scratches on, like you know where they scratch themselves too much, where they actually like make themselves bleed. Mm. She was like that as well, but now she's like all good. But I think, right. yeah, I don't know. I think just it's a- good to definitely get a. If you ever feel like getting an animal, definitely go to. The pound first or something. Mm. Then getting one that's actually in like a, you know, like a pet store. Yeah. I'd rather go to a. Get a rescue. Yeah. Uh, res- my only concern rescue. is rescues around children, like young children. Yeah, because like, they've it's either they've had a bad. As the kids get older, I think it would be. It would definitely be different for us, but mm. yeah, I'm just very protective now. Oh no, I can see why. Like that's that's like, yeah. In the mm. like position you're in, I, I think that would be the safest option as well. But if like yeah, well, let's just hear that. So there's a there's an article on the ABC network, um, ABC.net, and it says cats are estimated to eat 75 million native animals every night, and the future for Australian fauna looks bleak. Scientists now say the main threat to the biodiversity is the feral cat. It's estimated there are between 15 to 23 million wild cats living around continental Australia. And it's offshore islands. So that's almost one cat for every person in Australia. We have almost 30 million people in this country. And wow. there's al- there's somewhere between 15 and 23 million feral cats. Damn. That's not, ca- that's not cats, like house cats. That's feral cats alone. So there's more cats than people in this country. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Crazy ass. Uh, you never see stray dogs, but like... No, you never do, do you? Not in this country, at least. No. Like the, the other, other countries. Other countries yeah. There are, yeah. Some of the more third world countries, 100%. But Those cats, it's 100%. Really <sighs> yeah. In France, bro, they're not even like, they don't even look like stray dogs. They're just big, 
happy group of dogs running around. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah. Oh. Just dogs chilling. <laughs> yeah. It's just like normal for them. Yeah, man. Well, at least we don't have like coyotes and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Lynxes and stuff just walking around our bobcats and stuff just walking around our backyard. I've never seen anything in this backyard that's any bigger than a magpie. Well, look We're, in America or Canada when they have bears, bro. Like, just walking out the back. How did that? Just having a bear, like, chilling out there? Just knock on your door, like, Jesus. Thank yeah. God for doors, like. Scary, man. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's... It's one of those things. I don't know. I, we just we were talking the other day about like um, on the topic of feral animal. We were actually talking the other day about. I was like, do you? I said to Jen, I was like, do you feel like when it gets darker that you get more worried about the security of this home? She's like, no. What? She goes, like how? She goes, well, when it gets darker and the baby goes to bed, do you get more worried about the baby waking up in the middle of the night? And I was like. No, she goes. There you go. It's our programming. It's like what? Wow. <laughs> she goes like you've got you've got something you're defending now. Your protective nature, which was on your father when you were living at home, is now on you. And you're thinking about the perimeter. Mm. You're thinking about what you know. Who's going to come into my home? Who's going to come into my habitat? Into my I space? Think that's just a, I'm not saying that's wrong or to think like no, that. No, no, no. That's a good way to think. It's of it. natural. As a father, yeah. Mm. Like a father. Kind of it's natural it's just a protective state like yeah, my thing is safe. to keep the perimeter safe at night and go out hunting yeah. during the day that's why I have like I have an over heightened sense of achievement because mm. I'm like I gotta get some shit done I gotta get I gotta make the beef I gotta make the money I gotta yeah. get the you know get, get the bread and the and the and mm. the animal and the keep everyone warm and safe and yeah it's just a new version of it it's just not hunting it's mm. making money or it's whatever version it is in the world that you live in it's, it was really interesting thought process to think about because I was like yeah I don't like River woke up the other night um think like yelling I didn't hear it I woke up when Jen got out of bed really? and she was like she's been screaming for like 10 minutes I was like oh, <laughs> didn't hear a thing oh wow <laughs> didn't hear a thing but is that even with the monitor on yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Didn't hear anything. Oh. Maybe you're a deep sleeper. Mm. <clears throat> Even when she was little, didn't hear anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, even when, when she was little, I didn't hear a thing. Oh, didn't wow. hear shit. Like, well, some nights I did, but it depended on how deep a sleep I was. If it was yeah. 2 o'clock in the morning, I didn't hear it, but if it was 10 o'clock at night, I probably heard it. You know what See, I mean? That's are you a deep sleeper though or you wake up like when you hear a small thing no you don't I go sleep through a, an atomic bomb see so I nice. that's one thing I do oh actually I don't know what would be better because I wake up to the smallest noise then really yeah like if you just go that boom you're up I'm awake wow <laughs> yeah um, might be because I'm over it. well one I thing that helped me was thing, yeah. sometimes because it's like what if there was something bad happening one thing that helped me was uh, just exhaustion just over exhausting myself mm. I used to be an insomniac like sleep paralysis all that shit and wouldn't sleep till 4 o'clock in the morning some mornings and I, I, I just had to deal with it I had to I wasn't sleeping I was a horrible person to be around I was emotionally stressed overwhelmed I had to deal with it at a young age yeah. I had to learn to sleep I tried everything melatonin exercise um, you know drugs fucking sleeping pill anything yeah. I could try 
not much would work. And then I realized that exhaustion, exercise, tiring myself, spending the whole day working, just doing something, whether it was yeah. working, working, or working on something, or, or just keeping yourself filling my day, yeah. keeping myself, keeping the energy levels, mm. using the energy that was in my system. Yeah. And so now I'm very used to, I can push through the exhaustion and stay up if I want to and just watch a movie. Yeah. And other nights I just go, yeah. hit the deck and I'm <laughs> out like a light. But you know, having a pregnant partner around, rolling around sometimes wakes me up or having a, ba- a, a one-year-old in my bed kicking yeah. me in the face, that's the way, that'll wake me up. Yeah. But hearing a bang or a smack, like a like, like you said, like that, that's not going to wake me up. Like hearing a bang or a baby crying or whatever, but there has been nights. It's like, it's almost like my, like your subconscious at, at this stage in life when you have a family is it's I'm ready for a boom like the gate opening or a bang bang someone trying to get into the house yeah, okay. yeah. rather than or someone knocking on the door loud in the middle of the morning then a screaming yeah. baby or a like something falling off the wall or something like that yeah you know? but there has been nights where shit has just fallen off the kitchen <laughs> bench or something I've been like what the like fuck me, was actually, that yeah. like That's and woken me. up but that little like someone just walking in the house just yeah. quietly getting in the house won't wake me up anymore because it's just I sleep but that that brings me to another thought process how fucked is it that you sleep that you just basically don't exist for 8 hours a night think about that how scary is that thought process that when we sleep we're just we, we're not privy to the world around us when you're in that deep sleep you might as well be in, a, in another dimension because you just stop yeah, no one can contact you. No. You can't talk to anyone. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's, good. that's a weird way to put it, yeah. We do that every night. And everyone does it. <laughs> I'm fucking scared. Yeah. That thought process keeps me up at night. <laughs> True. It's crazy that we need eight hours to get a decent night's sleep. Right, eight buddy. hours. Right bodies, yeah. It's like plugging. I don't, I don't even want to work that out over a lifetime at all. No. How many hours that would be of life? Being your, <laughs> your phone. Your phone needs less than eight hours to charge. Maybe three or four. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy, man. Especially when you overexhaust. Imagine yourself. if we didn't. I need sleep. <laughs> How much would we get done? <laughs> Too much done. How much further would we be? Oh, I feel like you just have in your head, why is everyone so doing things? <laughs> <laughs> like, you'd be like, what is, what are we missing here? Like, why is everyone doing things? But if you don't <laughs> sleep, you get irritable. Yeah. You get sore. I'm just thinking, like, imagine if that was all gone. Like, we're just wide awake every day, ready for the day. But it still got dark and we continued to yeah, keep working. Like, you would just, that would make you work for, you would, you get three hours with your family every night. Companies would make you work for 12 hours at a time. 12, 13, they already I do. you'd probably die earlier though. You'd work, <laughs> you'd work 20 hours a day. Everyone would be like, skinny oh, as yeah. shit. Yeah. Wouldn't have time to eat properly, sleep properly, nah. You just burn food daily. There's so many things that people don't realise that sleep's important for as well. Like, physical health. Well, you just need sleep to, uh, sleep to live, don't you? Like, your body needs Yeah, fuel, it's an energy man. source, yeah, yeah. Sleep is 100, yeah, fuel. It's a fuel source, yeah. Sleep and food are the two, like... Actually, someone told me once, one of the guys from my old job, he was like... Um, the statement he likes to tell... 
tell people because it was like a nutrition company or whatever. It was like coffee gives you coffee will give you the illusion of energy. Food actually gives you food and sleep actually gives you energy, and that's what you should prioritize: food, sleep, and water. Yeah. Simple. I'm, prioritize I'm big, that over everything. I'm big on the whole coffee energy thing like i enjoy the taste as well yeah so like if i'm off having a day off you know i get a coffee for the taste in the morning mm. i just love waking up with a coffee but then it's like when i go to work mm. i'm looking for that energy buzz you, you gotta know? have that alertness yeah like a you can't you can't live off v energy or coffee like uh, if you're gonna get a coffee make sure to get some lunch with it or yeah, some breakfast yeah. with it or yeah because i've yeah i've noticed and I've had two coffees. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> but by the, like same, a, by the same, token, yeah. by the same token, by the same token, we have a system in our bodies that burns fat mm. and stores fat, mm. and then, just in case the winter, traditionally the winter gets cold and there's no food and everything's yeah. frozen, and you can't kill a buffalo because it's too <laughs> fucking cold, your body store your body stores energy and it stores fat and it burns oh, yeah. that fat to keep you alive. Like, yeah, when you like can't eat or anything, yeah, it's like. And we've only just come back around to that scientifically to be like, well, to stay healthy, it's actually okay to not have breakfast. Like, breakfast mm. is not the most important meal of the day. It was a marketing campaign by the cereal companies. Like, it's think, not. Dinner think, is, probably. I don't remember the last time I ate breakfast, like, more than one day a week, you know what I mean? Like, mm. I've never gone... I've, I don't remember the last time I've gone a whole week just eating I reckon, breakfast in the morning. I reckon I've had more breakfast while I've been at home in the last couple of months yeah, than I yeah. have in the last two, three years. Mm. But if you, like, say if you, you got up, had to go to work, even that, even that, like, say I started at seven, got up at, like, six, I probably wouldn't even have breakfast within that time, man. I would no. just, I'd, I'd work till maybe ten. Even if I have breakfast, something. man, it's maybe at, like, ten thirty, eleven o'clock. It's not, yeah. like, eight o'clock. So I can't so tell you the last time I had... Though. Yeah, me too. It's and it's recal. It's about recalibrating. And a, what's cool is, a lot of people are doing that now. Yeah. A lot of people are coming onto that intermittent fasting, fasting yeah. thing, and it's so good for you. I have mm. never felt better in my life than when I stopped having breakfast. Yeah, so like, like I feel like breakfast can also be forced, force feeding. It does you, feel, you do like feel like it sometimes. Yeah, like, oh, I gotta eat this. You know, in the morning, oh, I've got to make oh. cereal now, I've got to put this in the bowl. Oh, 100%, don't yeah. Even want this, blah, blah, blah. Even sometimes I wait, some some mornings I feel sick when I wake up, but I have to wait to have the coffee. Mm. Some mornings I can turn it straight on and drink the coffee, but other mornings I have to have just a bit of water just yeah. to fill my stomach, just to get that grumbling yeah. gone. And well, apparently if you drink water as soon as you get up, it's just because your body's been laying still for like eight hours, so you need to that dehydration drink water straight up yeah that hydration what's even crazier to me is like drinking one to two liters a day helps you lose weight mm. because first of all it fills your stomach second of all it helps you with intermittent fasting it feel it fills that hungry feeling in your stomach like i've had moments where i'll be when i used to work when i'll be sitting at the office desk and i'm like fuck i could eat something right now and I used to have a snack drawer and I'd just get something out of the snack drawer and then the next day, we're like, no, let's just try and have like a cup of water. Have the cup of water, stomach feeling's gone. It's good for it. Yeah, that's good. Because if you, if you get that mind, mind process and like you're trying to lose weight, then you'll be cheering. Like if you're trying to lose weight and like you're used to eating breakfast, lunch and dinner, 
Hmm. Try the fasting thing. Yeah. Try drinking water. I heard water's meant to be a really good at like a uh, craving. Um, like Cruncher. What is the word? Yeah. Where you like can replace it, like a replacement. Yeah. So you can if you if you just get used to drinking water when you're kind of craving food that you probably don't need for the day. Just yeah. Water. Yeah. Mm. It's gonna be hard, but like if you keep getting into that that like mindset. Yeah. What, what did you say the other day? You get used to something after so many days. Yeah, it's. I think it's like over so many days you can get your body gets used. Yeah, it's to like something. three days. If you if you three change days. if you if you consistently change your habit, it's like a certain amount of time you get used to it. And even people now who are fasting for fasting for two days and then they eat for a day, and then they fast for another two days and they eat for two oh, days. Wow, that's pretty. Like some people are going days. I haven't tried it yet. Especially not now. I might try it towards the end of the year. I would wouldn't mind it, but again, food's also culturally for a lot of people. Food is a thing that you share with others. It's it's more than just an energy source. Now we've made it culturally something that is so. It's not just bland meat anymore. It's flavoursome. It's taste. It's it's, mm. it's sugary. It's it's you know. Think about the best meal you've had. You didn't have. You had it because you were hungry, but yeah. it also tasted so much better because it was made well and it was. See, one thing I'd love to try one day. I've always said it. It's like trying to go on the, the no sugar diet. Oh uh, yeah, I've done I, that a few I've times. It's very hard though because there's it's a very lot difficult. of sugar and everything. You will have a. Dis- I'm going to tell you right now. First week, mm. you will actually feel depressed to an extent. You'll yeah. feel bereft. You won't feel that kind of like buzz because obviously sugar gives you like a, a bit of a yeah. Like a it's it's like any addiction. It's actually your body rebalancing the serotonin levels. So mm. what you would do, what you're actually physically doing, and don't quote me, folks, because this is this is again, I'm I'm not a scientist, but what I have heard, yeah. my research and what I've heard and read about having a, my mother's a medical professional as well, so I have a I've heard from her as well. But what it does is the serotonin levels in your body drop. Okay. So what sugar does yeah. is, and like any drug, caffeine, same thing, it actually adds an artificial serotonin to your system. So when you take a drug, like MDMA, for instance, that's just that. Oh, so your serotonin levels kind of drip. It's like a drip and it just drops it in. And then you, you do some exercise and it, it opens. It's like a gate. It opens a little bit. And yeah. it lets a little bit more out than if maybe you're watching your favorite movie or whatever. Mm. You get this drip. Um, when you have MDMA, the floodgates just break. Oh, right. Okay. And it yeah. just goes... <laughs> and that's why the next day, a lot of people... I've never had MDMA before, but a lot of the people yeah, who right. have MD actually will say they feel like killing themselves the next day. Because what's happening is their serotonin levels just... Their serotonin just... Goes, <laughs> and it's opened the floodgates. I've heard about that, actually. And then the next day they've got they've got no serotonin whatsoever. It's all gone. So their body's recalibrating. Aren't they a bit on edge as well. You yeah. feel on edge the next day. Yeah, you feel edge, depressed, sad, everything. Yeah, you're emotionally drained. You're just drained, overwhelmed mm. and drained. You're just like oh, moving quick. You know, you're just like yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. And sleep's good for rebalancing that. So, but what happens when you get rid of sugar in your diet? Especially if you're someone that consumes a lot of sugar, you're putting artificial. Uh, uh, that's how. I'm actually not even sure how much I have. You probably have a, about as much. You're obviously not overweight, so you don't have that much. But um, 
what it does is you're going to have a week if you just yeah. go okay fuck it fuck it for the next I'd month I'd love to try it just see how I feel I've done it before yeah. I've done like 30 days without artificial sugar full stop like so I can you, eat an apple did you but... use a couple of the foods or something that you, you got yeah ba- basically all I do is just no processed foods mm. um, anything that has sugar in it don't don't eat chocolate don't eat lollies don't eat like popcorn you can eat because it doesn't really have any sugar and just find the shit you can eat and we, you have you have a week literally a week where you just feel like shit you yeah. feel like shit. you don't expect and I'll tell you now and you'll be like yeah it sucks but when you feel it you feel like shit because what it's doing is it's actually rebalancing those serotonin and, and endorphin levels mm. so that you're okay yeah and it's re- it's bringing it back to a natural level second week you feel a little bit better third week you feel a little bit better again by the time you get to the end of the month you have really? half a you have a coke you go you finish that 30 days and you go oh I'll have a coke you can't finish the can of coke yeah because your your taste buds have changed your your levels have changed and it it's said that a habit especially with diet takes two weeks to to build and then almost two months to solidify so as long as you're consistent every single day doing something like that it gets yeah. to a point where you actually feel bad if you you go outside of those bounds yeah okay. like for instance I started journaling it's probably be- like sorry yeah keep going beginning of November right yeah and it's not sugar but I started journaling in the beginning of November it's now April so beginning of November 2019 I was like whole month I'm just doing one page a night mm. that's, that's, that's my plan one page that's my goal now it gets to a point where I get to the end of the day and I go shit I need to sit down and journal so yeah. I'll actually spend 10 minutes writing something because yeah. it feels like my, my day doesn't feel complete without it without it yeah it's and I, I've I've changed it from night to morning because I get a lot more like, more interesting thoughts yeah, yeah? And, and you get that flow yeah. it's good for everything it's an awareness practice it's the practice of getting that emotion out some people mm. some people journal get the bullshit out of their system and others journal to get the thoughts and ideas out of their system yeah. I'm one of those one okay. of the latter yeah but yeah, it took me, by the time I got to the end of 2019, yeah. it was set. Two months, bam. Yeah. And now it's April and it's been almost six months. Oh. I can't, as long as I consciously stay, it's like mm. a point now where I feel like, it's like if you go to the gym a lot and then you take a week off, you feel like shit oh, that you yeah. didn't go to the yeah, gym. You know, definitely. It's pretty much the same thing. You go, shit, I need to do this. And now it's at a point where if I forget a day, I sit down and do two entries yeah, you're trying to make, to up, make for up for it. it. Yeah. Um, I feel like it would be a lot to do with um, vegetarians going back to meat as well. Like yeah, it's all it's all the same. Yeah, vegans going to meat. Yeah, trying uh, meat for the first time after how it's like a year or something. Mm. So your body would be like, "What the hell's going on here?" Mm. Definitely, even just quitting meat, I guess, would be any kind know, of food, any kind of anything that's negative for you. Yeah, I, I just it's hard to kind of figure out what the best thing would. be to do would be hey like it's like imagine just knowing exactly what to eat to know that you're being 100% healthy yeah you know? everything in moderation including like moderation that, like yeah just knew exactly what was good for you elimination diets are good for that too mm. elimination diets where you um, where you for a month you just get rid of dairy yeah okay and then the next month you get rid of um, I don't know sugar yeah. next month you get rid of cafe the next like next month you maybe try without me mm. and you see if that like that's what they do with people who have like 
physical health problems that they can't, the doctors can't figure it out. They actually try an elimination diet. And some people are actually on the paleo diet for health reasons, yeah. and others are vegetarians for health and vegans for health mm. reasons. Like, it's some, all of our physical makeup. Eating more greens and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. But the one thing across the board that has been proven because of evolution is meat and veg. Yeah. most important thing in your diet we don't need we don't necessarily need bread we don't necessarily we need good fats you no know, fruits and nutrition a really big thing as well we fruits. need fruits I, yeah. I remember feeling so shit after a week once and I was like thinking to myself what have I not had that much of this week yeah and I was like holy shit I haven't, like, I've only had like maybe one one piece banana of fruit yeah for a whole week yeah and I was like how bad is that like yeah the fact that I could go a whole week not even having fruit yeah and then when you have fruit you just feel kind of really refreshed you just feel kind of yeah. healthier yeah 100% straight away eating a, like an apple or banana, yeah anything like that how good does an apple taste though oh, after you haven't had like, one in oh, so long so, especially a good apple you know, sometimes it grows off a tree yeah you just feel healthy yeah yeah it feels right yeah, yeah. But, it's um, like it's like if you wear shoes I find if I go for a long time wearing shoes mm. I like during this this year I've barely put shoes on yeah because I, I love the feeling <laughs> of the grass on my feet yeah. and, but apparently uh, another thing apparently barefoot running and walking around in barefoot mm. is good for ADHD alright so a lot of doctors so will tell a lot of tell, things hey like you don't realise that mm. natural are really good for you like I think the biggest thing I struggle with and this is probably bad to say I actually don't drink enough water yeah I've, I've tried to do the, the three litre three litres a day challenge yeah I probably only last like four days, man. Wow. Because... That's a lot of reminding yourself as well. Mm. Yeah, and, and the shit thing about that is is that you feel so good drinking water. Like, you feel so good after it as well. Mm. You do notice it. It might be like an hour or the next day. If you've drinking, sorry, drunk like three litres of water yeah. the whole week and then you stop all of a sudden, you, you notice how dehydrated you feel and just how, how shit you feel. Yeah, you feel irritated. You feel, yeah. But when you add water to your daily routine like, I kind of people that don't even drink water but they, just, they drink <sighs> soft drinks every day soft and drinks think, is how the, are you alive like how do you do this soft drinks is the number <laughs> one thing that adds to obesity soft yeah. drinks out of anything because because you are all bad or something <laughs> there's the cats again oh yeah the cats that's probably what it is back to the cats oh my god um, yeah so soft drinks is the one thing that adds to um obesity well so you think about it whether you drink diabetes. water or not you're thirsty and if you if you supplement water for soft drinks for water you're constantly putting soft drink into your system mm. soft drink and beer but that's what a lot of people good, do though, you know what I mean because yeah. water is like just a, no yeah. taste like it's just I grew up with people who, who would <laughs> say to me like you know oh you know when you just really want to drink you drink water and then it tastes like shit because they've mm. calibrated their taste buds to flavour. Mm. So you've got to ca- recalibrate it to water if you, if you, you just do... You want to taste good stuff when you have a drink, yeah. Try, you know what might help you? Don't set the bar so high. Don't set it at three litres. Set it at one. That's true. One a day. Yeah, that's so, a good idea. So for a week, for two weeks, just one, one litre a day. Just make mm. that happen. Just yeah. get a, like, a litre bottle or a 500 ml bottle and have two of the 500 mls or a... One well, of the liter bottle. With the three liters, you know, I was yeah. thinking of five three liters. Yeah. Sorry, what? Five three hundred mils, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. so you no, finish six hundred mils. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So you finish. 
So you do that, you do it for two weeks, and then you get to the end of the two weeks and you punch it up to a liter and a half mm. or maybe two liters, and eventually yeah. you get there. I don't know what the sci- I don't know what the science in the in the in the. Well, there's actually I did look it up. There's a lot of theories of what you should have, what you shouldn't have. Yeah. I heard three liters was a big big deal. Yeah. With like. But appa- I that. heard apparently a liter and a half to two liters minimum is probably what you should do. Enough, yeah. But again, if Depends you're. On your weight and all that, I guess. Like yeah. Your body size. Maybe. Again, the individual. Yeah, the individual's health and stuff like that. It all depends. But it's. It's one of those things that we need. We're seventy percent water, so yeah, we need it. But the science will constantly. When we were kids, I think it was like seven glasses of water a day, eight glasses of water yeah. a day. Which, what a three hundred mil glass, four hundred mil glasses. Mm. What's the math on that? I'm terrible. Four hundred mils. Four hundred times seven is yeah. That's three liters. Yeah, yeah. That's about three liters. So yeah. yeah. I do want to try that because every time I do drink water, I'm like, I feel great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel amazing. Even Your though you're going to every 10 like minutes, like, yeah. I feel great. Though. Yeah. It's pretty good. We might turn the recording. We've been recording for a while. Oh, we'll Thank you so much for watching, ladies and gentlemen. I really do appreciate everything you guys do here for Making Lemonade and all of my listeners of Making Lemonade. You guys make it happen. I promise you a Patreon is coming soon so you can help support us and we will give back to you everything we can. I hope that you got some value out of this episode. I hope that you got some entertainment out of this episode. That's all I'm looking for, to entertain you guys or give you some value. If I can do both or just one of those each week, then we succeed at this podcast. Thank you, Steve, for joining in. Thank you for letting me record our silly little conversation. Um, I have a live stream coming up, so I'm going to go and do that. But before we go, as always, ladies and gentlemen, if you need to, fi- if you want to find me anywhere, you can find me on Instagram at Jordan Morpethart, Twitter Jordan Morpeth, TikTok Jordan Can Draw. Um, you can find me at my website www.jordanmorpethart.com, where you can buy all of my merchandise any of my prints, pins, and stickers. Um, You can find all of my... What else was I going to say? Oh, you can find this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or even YouTube. There's a video version of it every single week as well. You can find... um, Please make sure to comment, subscribe, and like if you are watching on YouTube. And if you are listening on iTunes, please, I would really, really appreciate it if you could um, leave a review because leaving a review really helps us rank up, get some more subscribers, get some more listeners and get this out to the masses, get this value that we can give every single week to creators out to the masses. We're already ranked with the Mumble Boys, so let's rank it up even higher. Let's do this. Also, I was on um, Recast the Past last week, the quick fire episode. Go, go and listen to Recast the Past. Go and listen to the Mumble Boys as well. As always, I did but But ladies and gentlemen, I am not going to bore you with this outro. Um, I am going to get out of here nice and quickly because I appreciate your time as well. But I really do appreciate you listening. I love all of you so much. Thank you so much for your support. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, I have been your host, Jordan. This has been Making Lemonade. And as always, stay weird. I have spoken.
they'll do anything to get a fuel. Tick, 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 that's the sound before my head explodes. Quick, 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 look at you up on your pedestals. Quick, 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 hear the critics come, it's time to go. I read your article, it kinda hurt me. I don't know who hired you or what your friends say in your circle, but the fact that you released it tells me two things are for certain. They get paid for trashing people, I get paid cause I stay working. Drop the search and they emerge your body nowhere to the surface. Just a peek behind the curtain, throwing salt at all my burdens. I'm aware I shouldn't give this my attention. Life's a journey, I should just stay on my path and learn to laugh. You think they heard me? Ears are burning, put them out. Quiet, quiet, look around. Why don't they find someone way more interesting to write about? Us, we're kind of boring, aren't we? All we do is whine and pout. It's confusing, so amusing how I argue with myself. Hello. I spit it with these, so leave it to me. Thought it, but you better believe I'm on a rampage. Hit them with the record release. I'm pending a week, I'm probably gonna have to achieve another goal. Let me go when I'm over the beat. I go into beast mode like I'm ready to feast. I'm fed up with these thieves trying to get me to bleed. They wanna see me taking out. Yep, see what I mean? How many records I gotta give you to get with the program? Take it for granted, I'm about to give you the whole plan. Open your mind up and take a look at the blueprint. Debate if you got it, but gotta hold it with both hands. Pick at the bars, you gotta be smart. You really gotta dig in your heart if you wanna get to the root of an issue. Pushing in the middle could be dark and be difficult, but the payoff at the end, if you can help it, you get through it. Hey, Pay my dose, made it through. I'm not the guy that'll flee the scene I'll take ownership and own it And raise my hand if it's me Just remember though, I'm only a man I'm a human being, don't they see? Shoot the breeze, I'd rather just stay discreet People claim they're in your corner But leave you in times of need They don't listen, do they? They don't listen to anything I'll accept advice if it's not presented ignorantly Look, costs are high, they multiply They cause divides, I'm forced to fight The poison I've been sipping on is quite the bite It killed me twice, they bring the light So y'all can see the parts of mine that aren't so bright Often I apologize and authorize the awful times to pop up Like I'm right behind you, I'd advise you not to try to climb inside the mind Like I do keep the rhyme book expedited, overnighted, hold it tight And hope the time is on my side, cause if it's not, then I'll decide to override my own demise I told the line too close and I could improvise, I'd empathize But recognize the fact that I could jeopardize and record lies You better give me your attention and undivide my dose Made it through, spread the news, I'm on the loose Making moves, I need some room, always cool